This is the Amateur Skeptics Podcast number 260. Yes, we're actually going to do it. We've been trying for a month, and here it is. Joining this evening, Mac. We have not podcasted since here. That is true. Ian is with us. Hey, new year, same old shit. And Mad Cat. Another year, another disaster. <laughs> and of course, the dumbass himself. I hear some of you had 2020 is over. <laughs> 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 wow, and so how is everybody doing then this fine new year? <laughs> Better than all uh, the capital. The capital got I, I have yet to have a bunch of people write and um try and invade me, so it did get thrashed pretty uh, good. Did, did, did something go go on there go on there uh, <laughs> uh, You know, it's been a very peaceful week. I would say that there's not really any news um here in the US okay. other than, you know, a, a coup. A failed coup. It, it, what, uh, what do you call a failed uh, coup? Just treason? I heard some sort of commotion, but I, I don't know what, <laughs> what that was. Yeah, sorry. It wasn't a commotion. It was actually a ruckus. Yeah. It was some ruffians and oh, wow. hooligans. Yeah. Quite a bit of them. It was near do wells. It was treasonous, whatever it was. on down and burned any White Houses or anything for a while. Well, you know, <laughs> the people who do that live north of the <laughs> Well, they can just come out here and burn down the um, Summer White House, which is only actually just a part of a wall that actually has stuff saying at one point in time there was actually supposed to be a Summer White House built there. Mm-hmm. How about the golf course? Yeah, you can, you can, you guys can burn down Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> <laughs> There's an interesting story. So Trump is go- he wants to go live there, right? But his agreement when he set that up says that he can't stay there more than I think it's two weeks a year, and yeah, so something like that, and only like three or four days time right and so he's already violated that agreement and apparently they're not overly happy with him <laughs> yeah, but i mean you know when has trump ever thought an agreement applied to him? well that's true right and but we'll and, see because i think he's gonna all things, con- all things considered if trump's actually smart he may actually vanish from the country here in about a week well i mean i think that he's going to jail in georgia but you know that's yeah <laughs> If he doesn't skip. <laughs> well, right now he actually has uh, international um, warrants out for him because <laughs> Iran is after him for um, the assassination of the one general, and Iraq is actually after him because of him pardoning the um, people that slaughtered the innocent civilians. Mm-hmm. And b- both of them are looking into what they can do with international warrants to get him. Yeah, so... but they can't. They can't because he pardoned himself. <laughs> <laughs> Does it? Well, yeah, that doesn't work. Just watch out for people with great big saws. Well, yeah, but you know who had the best day on the sixth? There's one guy I'm sure that was that was as happy as he could be. That's Putin. <laughs> yeah, <that> chaos <laughs> does. Oh, yeah. Chaos. He definitely, uh, you know, I, I, I think that it could it couldn't have worked out better for you know for the way that they wanted things to go to just to for their demonstration, right? Yeah, I'm not sure. Wouldn't Putin have wanted uh, some more years of Trump in there for even more chaos? Oh, I, I imagine that he absolutely would have, right? I mean, the chaos. Can, their goal is chaos, right? It, it's not Trump they like. It's not Hillary they liked. It's you know, it 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 was it was chaos that they liked. Yeah, but to have that kind of um, group openly showing that they no longer trust the system, that that's exactly the kind of thing Putin. Boris Johnson to know there's that kind of distrust out there. Boris Johnson tweeted that you know this was a disgrace. The Zimbabwe president told us that you know that we that we didn't have the morality to tell any other country how to run their democracy. 
and and uh, and uh, Arnie, Justin Trudeau just couldn't apologize for us anymore. Arnie made a big speech today too. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. see that. Then Colin Powell apparently is because of what all happened is um, saying he's no longer Republican. Okay. So you're getting a lot of um, high-profile Republicans basically sta- taking the stance and backing away from saying, "No, this is the, we, the, the party crossed the line." Take a stand. How brave. Yeah. Exactly. Well. People are calling for Ted Cruz to resign, and he's part of the problem for sure. He and he he yeah. he helped incite the violence. He certainly didn't step up against it. And lawmakers, and Texas lawmakers, have called for him to resign. I, I don't know if that that is that probably I, won't know, go I anywhere. I saw something interesting about uh, they were saying that technically any uh, any representatives who any representatives who actually help to incite that may no longer be eligible to be representatives or senators or, or anything else. I don't think that's because true. They cannot hold office if they've helped to incite, incite violence against the United States. Well, well yeah, you, I, I've seen some stuff saying that, that I basically their, their oath to office has now been officially um, violated and they should be removed from office. But that's a whole different thing to whether or not that can be enforced. I suspect it won't be. You're not going. Yeah. I don't think we're going to see. I mean, if there's going to be repercussions against Trump, it's going to be you know internal. It's not going to be. I don't think that they're going to bring charges against him or not Trump rather. But I'll probably but, um, if we can get him out of office. Yeah. If we well, get Trump out of office quick enough. Well, he has I, enough. Uh, he has enough going on in his private life that once he isn't, yeah. president, there's going to be a lot of, I was thinking, there. I was thinking Ted Cruz, you know, I don't think anything's okay. going to, I don't think anybody's going to do anything to Ted Cruz. Now Trump, on the other hand, I think that at this point we have so much on tape, you know, and, and what he has yeah. done, I think, and Rudy Giuliani as well. He, he's responsible. I mean, he's directly responsible for the violence. I think those, those well, two. Okay. Do we want to jump to the last thing in the um, article since we're more or less talking about? Sure. It? Let's just jump to the last thing. Yeah. Let's just do so, it. Of course, one of the big questions is, is Donald Trump going to be impeached again? Well, almost definitely, because we already know they have written up articles of impeachment that will be presented on Monday. Right. But here's the thing. My my thing is that we really want to make sure that that we that there's enough support in the Senate to convict him. I almost think that it would be, it's more advantageous to wait till the 20th. I know that people want him gone, but I, I think we're better off. I, I, I would say we wait. Until the twentieth, and and McConnell says that he's not even going to take it up till the ninth to the twentieth, and he'll be in, and we'll replace yeah. him by that. You know, we'll, we'll I think Chuck yeah. Schumer will probably be the speaker of the House or this or the the Senate, right? And then we'll have Nancy Pelosi, and we'll have and we'll have you know Kamala Harris as the as you know the tiebreaker. That's when that's when you convict him, because we so want to make sure. Article, well, go ahead. Yeah. So this article I put in because if you read through it, it answers a lot of the um questions that have been coming up as to what actually impeaching Trump now would mean and why um, we would do it. It means we can make him ineligible to every president again. So he uh, no. cannot run. No. Yes, we can. That is a separate thing. You uh, have the impeachment and that are two separate things. But you need the impeachment to get there. Yeah, right. But the impeachment has to come first. Then in the aftermath of the impeachment, they have to do a whole separate thing of preventing him from having um, holding uh, position again. That, but that's a two separate things. Right, but that's the only reason that I care whether or not they impeach him, because I want to make sure that they make him ineligible to run for office again. And yeah, so, that, that's one thing in the article. They directly um, point that out. It's like, I, almost yeah, think um, that, I almost think that Clinton was impeached twice, though. 
You mean just just recently? No, I know he was impeached. I just, I, I kind of had the feeling he might have been, they either were talking about impeaching him a second time or. or I don't, I, I don't remember that, but. Trump will be the first one to have two impeachments. We're talking about um, Trump. We're not talking about. So going over the questions that come up, no, he would not be able to um, pardon himself because this is not criminal proceeding. This is a constitutional thing. Yep. So even if um, that, that question, whether he pardon himself, wouldn't even be valid. Um, Wait, but doesn't it bring, if he were to pardon himself and then be impeached, doesn't it bring his pardon of himself into question? That I don't know. I don't think that, I don't think any president has ever pardoned themselves. They haven't. It's it's unprecedented. Yeah, that's the question whether or not Trump could, and that's been talked about. But he could not not pardon himself for the impeachment, because the impeachment's not a criminal proceeding. Yeah. So uh, him pardoning himself outside of the impeachment for, you know, inciting um, a revolution is a whole different thing. Will he keep his Secret Service protection? Apparently, it looks like um, he would be able to because impeachment does not exclude the rules that were brought up, um, I guess. Did, I thought they took away Secret Service protection after a certain outgoing uh, According to this article, due to, I think they're saying Bush, um, Secret Service protection is for life now for former presidents. Okay. And impeachment would not undo that, although uh, it, be, it might be a bit hard to give him Secret Service protection in jail, but we'll have to see. Um, he could, um, he would lose his um, yearly benefits because apparently the, uh, the 1958 Former Presidents Act says the perks are not available for anyone removed from office after being impeached. Okay. So he'd lose all that. Um, Does he lose uh, his something? And so the the um, going after him for the riots is a whole separate thing than impeachment. So if he gets impeached because of causing the riots, he can still be tried at, uh, under um, cr- as a criminal and be convicted of those as well. Because once more, this is not a criminal proceeding, so you um, he, they can't try and play the um, double jeopardy thing, saying, "Oh, we already just been tried for it." Right. No, this is a well double jeopardy. Thing. Double jeopardy is the same offense twice. So. Yeah, but but well, in in a way, this is the same offense twice. But the, if he's impeached for that offense, he's not being impeached in the criminal court system, so he can still be tried in the criminal court system for the same right. offense. That's what they're saying. Uh, the, the the can he be convicted and removed after leaving the White House? Yes. Um. Yeah, that could be yep. trickier, but I think no. You can impeach sense. a president. You you don't. You can impeach a president after 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 um he's left the office. You do not have to impeach him impeach him while he's in office. That's according to Andrew Torres of the Opening Arguments podcast. I'm pretty sure that's what he said. Do when they do impeachment, so do they still smother him only under peaches, or do or does any kind of fruit? Matter? Right. So, so you can only you can only impeach in Georgia. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the, the impeachment the, the, there are reasons to impeach him, um, but it, it's not going to be quite the black and white they were saying that the impeachment has all the stuff that'll happen to it. A lot of that stuff is the next step that has to happen afterwards. I, I don't care about most of that stuff. Right. What the things that I care about. So the, the the distinction that I see they're making here is between impeachment and the 25th Amendment. You the, So the only right. person who can enact the 25th Amendment is Pence. Pence would have to enact um, the 25th. I thought, I, I thought it was a majority on um, the cabinet. Could okay, hold on. Well. Hold on. He ha- No, my understanding is that he has to start it, but then he needs a majority of the cabinet to, to support him. 
Uh, yeah, but okay. the, the problem with that is that Trump no longer has the majority of his cabinet. Working. Well, but that's it. so it's the cabinet that's left, right? So you can remove him from so you remove him from office in the twenty fifth. Then there's a four four day cool down period in which after that he can he can take back power with some certain proceedings. So the idea is that we enact the twenty fifth, we remove him, we remove him. We impeach him, and we make him ineligible for, and we vote to, re, and then we remove him from office, and then we vote to make sure that he can never run again. And and the main thing is to right. make sure that he is ineligible to ever run for office again. Yeah. No. Okay. Here's a question that some people may want to know because not everyone knows the this particular type of information. But what exactly is impeachment, and what exactly is the Twenty Fifth Amendment? Okay. Actually, all impeachment is is basically saying. Uh, the um, president may be guilty of, um, and it doesn't even have to be crimes because, like in um, Clinton's case, it was more or less showing. Um, it's ethics. It's, it's 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 about yeah. ethics as much as anything. Yeah, uh, basically behavior unbecoming of the president. Right, and uh, the the initial impeachment, all that is, is bringing the charges up. That's it. It's um the being impeached in and of itself. Is only being say some so enough members of Congress saying, "Hey, we think the gov- the president um, crossed the line." So the way that it works is the House does the impeachment. They say he crossed the line. Then it goes to the Senate, and the Senate has to decide whether or not to, to take action on the impeachment to either remove him or and ban him from from you know from being able to um, to be to run again. And that's why it's important that we that we have enough votes in the Senate for them to take action. Right, we want them. We want them to to not only impeach him, but we want the Senate to say yes, he should be removed from office, and yes, we should prevent him from ever running again. So basically, it is not a criminal charge of him getting a charge or anything like that. Right, no. charges just, will come afterwards. You know, not able you to know, just no just loss, loss of American citizenship would do that. Oh yeah, that would. Um, but the thing is, is that it's it's specific, it's more. To the extent of making him not be able to be in office or work in office at all. That's what I want. Yeah, that, that's an extension. That, that, that's, he, once yeah. he's removed from office, the next step would be then to add to that, no, we're not going to let him ever hold office yet. This is why even we should, we should even if he's not, even if we can't get him out before the 20th, we should move forward with impeaching him just to, just because we never want this horrible person to be able to run our government again. Because it, so, could he also, get... He could get elected, yeah. Mm-hmm. But and also to, to set a standard, it's like listen, sure th- this and guy did all. Elected, he's actually being right. So, exactly. We don't want him anywhere. We're making a stand, but we're making a stand for the future. Saying no, we're not going to tolerate it. We're not right. going to let people do this. If they do it, they pay. They suffer. So basically, he's fired. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, here's the thing. Is that, oh, I know. I know this is hard to believe, but we had an election, and he was fired during that election. I realize that it looks like we had to win that election six times, <laughs> but but we did. But 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 Joe Biden won that election every single time it was challenged. Uh, why the hell are people not doing a video of Donald Trump? You're fired, right? I don't know. <laughs> that, that should be the trending video right now. Use his own fucking catchphrase against him. I've been waiting for that since the day he was elected. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, regarding the. Regarding the Arnold Schwarzenegger video we were talking about a little earlier, may not have been on recording, but he did uh, he did make one point. He said that you're as irrelevant as an old tweet. <laughs> <sighs> well, and so yeah, he's been removed from Twitter. 
He's removed from Facebook, which leaves him what with Parler? Yeah, which uh, I guess Apple's no longer supporting Parler as their application. So what happened so was so the the Google Play Store removed it first, and at, right, and, and then Apple removed it. Well, Apple Apple gave them a little bit more of a shot. Apple went to them and said, "Listen, you need to you need to you need to moderate." your platform, and you need to tell us how you're going to do it. And they came back with some wishy-washy crap, and Apple went, not good enough, out. And then Amazon said, you violated our terms of service, so you can't use AWS anymore. So as of tonight, they they, they can um, they, they don't have their hosting platform anymore. Now, they're they're moving, oddly enough, they're moving to Google to host the Parler app. So, it, so it's going to a new hosting service. But it, so, and so the only phone that you're going to be able to put the Parler app on is an Android phone, and you're going to have to sideload it because you can't get it to the App Store. So they can potentially get those apps back in the App Store, but Parler's going to have to be. They're going to have to to regulate. They're going to have to, you know, they're going to have to watch for, you know, inciting violence. They're going to have to do all no, the things that they said they didn't want to do. And, and the whole thing that take the, the whole thing they want to take the app off your phone when it takes. Get... I don't know. I don't know. With Apple, I suspect it. It might be gone. Gone. I don't know if that's yeah. true in the Apple Store or in the Google Store. They could potentially remove an app, I think, but because um, they because they have because they can remove a malicious app now. So, I, but I don't know if they went that far, and I don't know if and I don't know if Apple went that far either. So, if you already have it, maybe it's still working. But when you get your new phone, you know it's not going to work. You, you know right. the app's gone now. You can't reload it, and you can't get updates for it either, right? So you have to find well in. Yeah, and so and so you can sideload it, um, but you can't do that on Apple. The iPhone doesn't let you sideload. So we'll see. I don't know. I, I don't know what's going to happen with Parler, but um, you know, they, I think that they had a they had a Twitter they had a thing on Twitter that got removed. Um, mm-hmm. And so the only thing you can find on Twitter now is bad Parler takes, which is quite funny. I don't know. So I don't I don't know what the future of Parler is either at this point. That that's kind of up in the air. I don't well, know if it'll I'm die. If Parler ends up being moderated, the people who are using it will set it. Well, that's exactly yeah, right. I, I saw some posts of a guy openly saying, hey, all, all you Trump supporters, show up to Washington, D.C. on the 19th, armed with guns, and we'll yep. take it kind of thing. Basically, it's like, yeah, that, that's why Parler's, you know, no one wants to do Parler. They are trying to, we, we just saw a small insertion, and here there are people on Parler trying to up that. Yeah. Like, yeah, they yeah, still are saying they're going to demonstrate. I want to say here for people who are concerned about that, that uh, uh, this has nothing to do with free, free speech says the government can't arrest you for saying something. It doesn't do a platform to say it. Yeah, and it's been shown right. in the Supreme Court. You cannot yell fire in a crowded theater. That well, does not count as free- the one so, thing that the one thing that is good about Parler is that you can go you can riot. You can break into the Capitol. You can take pictures of yourself. You can put them on your social media and then that can be used as evidence in court against you. Yep, and they've been arresting people who were dumb enough to do that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, there are a whole bunch of people who are using the "You're Fired" uh, <laughs> They have on, to be right on YouTube. A whole bunch of songs too. Donald Trump, you're fired. Americans send clear message to Trump, you're fired. Melania Trump says you're fired. 
Retired celebrities react to. So, 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 do, you, do you just like browse through YouTube while we're doing the show here? Yeah. No. You know what? The um Trump to get back well, on Twitter. The rest of us are browsing through Pornhub. So yeah, exactly. Trump 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 was going to try to get back on Twitter using Melania's account, and Melania told him that the password was Barton's middle name and his birth date. So uh, Trump just moved on. <laughs> Baron. Baron, I mean Baron. Yeah, Baron's middle name. So he just he had to move on because. <laughs> Rolling Stones made a thought about it. <laughs> so uh, let's go ahead and address the, address the 25th Amendment real quick. Okay. So the 25th Amendment is about um, if the president is incapacitated or unable to serve in some way, then he can either step down using the 25th Amendment by signing a letter essentially removing himself from power, or he can be removed from power by, you know, by the vice president and members of his cabinet, a majority of his cabinet. Right. Right. Which is what I said. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, she was asking about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I was just asking about that so people know what exactly we're talking about. Um, I believe that uh, I believe that it was Bartlett who was the only president who was both impeached and used the twenty. Ouch! That, that's yeah. No, but, that's yeah, the TV show. Temporary. Like in the case of um, Ronald Reagan when he got shot, he, the Twenty Fifth Amendment was temporarily instigated. Yeah, and George Bush took over for a little while. Be, right. You know, and that's the idea behind it: is if something happens to the president where he's you know hospitalized it's, or something, it's continuation have, of power. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but and, um, it yes, can't. Brian, you, you're right. That was a D, that was a TV joke. West Wing. West Wing. Yeah. <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. Okay. Well, if they get both, that's kind of like a double down. Well, yeah, but it, it hasn't happened. No, what I was describing was a fictional situation. But it could but happen to this president. President Bartlett was uh, President Barton was fictional. President Bartlett. I don't know. I'm Canadian. I don't even know my own. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we've covered. That I mean, what what I mean, I think we've said what we can say on that right at the moment, right? Yeah, just, I, we definitely have an interesting week or two ahead of us right now. We, yeah, we do. Yeah, there's a lot to play out. Trump's, well, you know, they were. I, I saw some discussion on Facebook about whether there was going to be extra security at Biden's inauguration, and I saw that they'd said that that they were planning on installing fencing there. And I couldn't get any clarification as to whether it was Epe, Saber, or Foil, but uh, you know, still, that should look pretty nice in their white outfits. <laughs> and their clean white coats. Yep. All right. I think I think it's time. We've all earned it. Mad Cat, what time is it? It is time for the Ian and Dumbasses Masturbation Moment. Brought to you by the Dumbass the Amateur Skeptics present Ian's Masturbation Moment, brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Dumbass Media Empire, bringing you content that touches people while they touch themselves. Right-wing Brazilians are up in arms over this obscene sculpture of a vulva at the Botanical Art Park in Brazil. Oh my (laughs) god. Hey, what I is? I know who did that. I know who did that statue. News that by the name of Laszlo Cravensworth. He's a vampire. So, anyways, wow. Uh, the, the the artwork in question is a hand carved, hundred and eight foot long sculpture of a vagina. 
built on the side of a hill in a sculpture park in the Brazil's northeastern Pernambuco state. Okay. If you're far enough away, it looks like a flower. Well, well that, that, do. That's the point. I mean, like, it, 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 could, it, could, it could be a vagina, I suppose, or, like, looking at it. Like, I wouldn't have thought that my first, my first thought. I would have thought it was a nice one. <laughs> Yeah, I can see thing. that. So many lo- looking at it, it's like it can represent so many other things because we're perverts and we see vaginas in everything we look at. Yeah, you know, fl- <laughs> flowers of all kinds, foods of all kinds. You know, it, it's always there, but you can't really put it out in the open where, yeah, this looks too much like a vagina. That's oh, we've crossed the line. I mean, I, I but, can I can see why they might object to it though, because that would be a nightmare to wax. <laughs> hey, it does look well trimmed though. Yeah. Yeah, it's an impressive piece. Uh, the, the, it, it doesn't have the labia, right? Or, yeah, it's a little uh, weird looking. I'm not. not I'm not, not sure. Labia, not the, I don't know. I'm, I'm just. Checking checking quote in here. You could, you could kind of uh, interpret the grass as pubic hair, but uh, yeah, the the rest of it is just the hole. I think my <laughs> my issue with this is that it doesn't look enough like a vagina. I'd like to have the. I've where the labia lips, the inner and outer so labia. The, this is, This is the artist. Okay, Okay, this is about the artist. The female body has been at the heart of Natura's practice for decades. Since he um, came into possession of a collection of 22 metal speculums used in vaginal exams, she began using the medical devices to make other orifices in her work, a series she likened to wounds. Diva is the largest work in the series and is meant to read not only as a female body part, but as an open sore that represents the societal inequities in Brazil. Okay. And this is a, a quote from hers. If it was just a vulva, I would have built in the labia and the clitoris as well. But it also represents a wound. So Demas was right. That's what she, she, so the, her, her artistic vision came across clearly. Yeah. Hmm, okay. Very, very interesting. So why are people upset about it? Um... Because white ring conservatives that are very prudent um, can't seem to handle the idea of sex because it's there, (laughs) they don't want their kids to see it. Hmm. I'm just amusing myself laughing at this guy, this worker spelunking (laughs) (laughs) to work. You know, this is a part of uh, numerous people I know. This thing is (laughs) looking at the size of this, just a her standing on the rim, painting it? Holy <clears throat> mackerel. It's huge. Hey, dumbass, wasn't there something like that in um, New Gods? Okay. Uh, oh, uh, remember you know, that, uh, about that uh, goddess uh, swallows. Uh, oh, an American gods? Yeah. Yes, yeah. American gods. Sorry. Yeah. Where well, she's having sex and basically ends up sucking in the whole body? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're like, ah. That was in the book, too. Yeah. That was weird. <laughs> yeah, it was weird in the book too. <laughs> so, all right. Well, so so here here's oh in and out. Somebody came in and went out or something. You know, you, you, put a, you put a picture of a giant vagina on there, and somebody's going to start going in and out. <laughs> I, I had to take off for a minute, guys. Oh. I'm no longer master of my. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> so, is it going to come down, or are people just upset about it? People are basically just upset about it. It sounds like, um, basically, a, a white wing Brazilian pundit, Alavo Pervojol, um, are asking people why they're talking about it instead of dealing with it. They don't um, look at the context of what it exactly is created. Instead, they only look at their own prudish concepts. Yeah. Yeah. 
What about other art like lava lamps? Uh, I think it's a stretch calling lava lamp art, and I'll stand by that. Well, I know how we would deal this here in the U.S. That you know we'd have a whole bunch of conservatives riot and storm it with guns. (laughs) (laughs) They're storming the vagina. Sculpture. That would be an awesome headline, wasn't it? You know, conservative storm vagina. After the video of that, because that thing does not look like uh, it's all glossy and stuff, so it's probably fairly slippery. So I'm, I'm just picturing them all falling into it. You get a whole and video right of like now, a dozen or so of it slipping around and grabbing onto it wildly. Right now I'm hearing John Cleese saying, give her a kiss, boy. No reason to go rampaging right toward the clitoris. What's <laughs> wrong uh, with a kiss, boy? Uh, all right. Uh, so I know about the encryption lava lamp. So so it says here, the randomization of, of a wall of lava lamps helps encryption up to 10% on the internet. So I think ran, random.com uses the, uses this, don't they? We didn't talk about this. Uh, I, I've, I've read this and seen this. And I, I'm like, right now I'm picturing, did we not talk about this in a previous one? I'm, I think I saw a news it, thing on it. 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 It's possible. Uh, I, like I posted this uh, last month's uh, Facebook. If you guys have done it before, either I wasn't here or I just. I know we've talked about randomness before, and I've certainly brought up the lava lamp wall. So yeah, this seems very familiar. I, in fact, it seems like I've seen a video on it. Yeah, talking about it. Well, but this is dumbass's opportunity to refresh us. Yeah, go ahead. This is it's intriguing. The whole concept. Uh, yes, um, there's, um, a wall of lava lamp, uh, this is at a cybersecurity firm Cloudflare, um, and, uh, it, this, uh, covers about 10% of, uh, all web traffic, um, uh, and, uh, based on, uh, the way, uh, the, uh, the, uh, globs of wax in the lava lamp move around, uh, are what, uh, set the numbers, like, so even if people pass in front of this wall, uh, that uh, that'll actually help the random because working on all the movement, uh, making it so that it's uh, not an algorithm that's able to be predicted by uh, uh, more advanced computers. And so computers. Oh, are very- sorry. Whoops. So the problem, and I, I'm I'm probably about to say what this gentleman was about to say. Computers are not good at coming up with 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 randomness, and there's been a lot of attacks in the in the past because like the, they'll use the the clock or the um and to to create randomness and and the problem is is that it's not very random, it's repeatable, and so you know you, they add, try and add many many factors in there, and the more factors you you lo- you you add to it, the longer it takes to to come up with these algorithms, and so but. Computers are only still going to get you to pseudo random, so you need a sort. So you need better sources of randomness in order to create better random numbers for encryption. So you're creating these long prime numbers, and but and by using these sources of randomness, like lava lava lamps, and there's other things that they use, they can we can create better random numbers. But still, with the computer, you you we can only still get to pseudo random. But the better sources of randomness we have, the better the encryption. You know, I was What's that? I said okay. I <laughs> what, what did dumbass say? I said I was hacked recently. Oh, you were hacked recently. Uh, that's not good. No. What? What was hacked? Yeah. Um. Uh. Well, uh, they managed to get into uh my uh email account and my uh uh PayPal apparently through my phone. They they hacked my 
uh, phone account um, and uh, set up a different SIM card in a different phone and uh, managed to get access to my other things through that. So they, so you have two-factor set up with through SMS, and by compromising right. the, the phone, they were able to, to get to your other accounts. Um, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a complicated attack. For sure, but but certainly one of the issues that we that that we're concerned about with SMS as a two factor, as a second factor. Yeah, exactly. I uh, and I wasn't even aware that they could do that. That they could go in, they could get their own uh, uh, card um, and just switch it up, uh, getting into my my account. Uh, I, I switch up the passwords for my most important stuff uh, every once in a while, but I haven't had my uh, my phone's account on that list, and that, that was a wake up call. I should be putting that on the list. Yeah, I I didn't, uh, my my I need to um, mine. Of course, every single one of my accounts has a random password. I don't consider anything low enough a fruit that, to give it uh, an ununique password. I use LastPass for everything. I don't care what the site is. I don't care what I'm signing up for. If I sign up on something, it gets a randomly generated password, and then I use LastPass. It LastPass will tell me if anything is if the passwords aren't secure enough if they they it'll tell me if there's been a breach and which passwords i need to change so it has a health test that you can go through to to to, to make better passwords and to make sure that things are getting rotated properly i swear by lastpass I, I think i think it is still the best the best way to deal with passwords on the internet and the problem is like uh, even though they might be secure somebody still might find a way to hack lastpass i feel yep. a lot more so so while that's potentially easy. true, even if they hack LastPass, they're not going to get my. They they still are not going to get my stuff. They still have to hack. They still have to specifically hack my LastPass account because because my my, my stuff is not decrypted on their servers. And I'm using the I mean and I'm using the 500 rounds of encryption, right? So so it's encrypted multiple times, right? Because that's one of the things that allow you to do to make it more secure. So I feel I feel pretty safe that. Even also, if also, even if, if they you, if you put uh, LastPass on everything, like even the not important stuff, if you want to log into not important stuff on somebody else's computer, uh, then you're like, uh, oh, I need to install LastPass on your computer. No, because I can use my phone, right? I I have the LastPass okay, how, mobile how, app. How would you do that? I could take, I could, I could ah, look, okay. I could, I could do it that way. So you could get, you could get the right. But how often right. are you really going so to? You, you, do, you, do, you just have to remember your LastPass password. Exactly. Right? So I have to remember one password. Right, so that's the password that so, I change. We're not commercializing this for the show, are we? Um, well, I, I mean, the, I, 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 you know, I'm not being, yeah, I'm, I'm not being not supported by LastPass. I, I assume, I assume you're not getting. That. No, I mean, I wish I was, yeah, right? But, but you're, you're sounding like a really good uh, advertisement. Um, I would be happy to av- advertise them I if they will give us money. I might be coming around now. Maybe I'll get LastPass. I, I. I <laughs> 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 I guess I'm a bit of an advocate for password managers. Um, I think that there's probably some other good ones out there. LastPass is, my, is the one I've chosen. I feel good about the security. Um, I think that I think that Apple's is probably good. Their OnePass is probably pretty good, but because it's not universal and I don't use Apple, it's not even an option for me. Um, so uh, the nice thing about LastPass is that even if I did use an Apple product, I could still use LastPass, right? Because it because it it, it works on every platform. It works on Windows, Apple, Mac. Um, you know, I use it on Linux, Windows. It, it it just works everywhere I need it to. Plus, I have the mobile app, and so I'm I'm extremely happy with it. The other things that it allows me to do is share passwords with the rest of the family, so I can give them access to something like Netflix, but I don't have to give them the password. Me? So I think I think it's a good way to share passwords. 
um, because you can you adjust the security. The other thing is that I um, I have given my wife a one-time password that if something were to happen to me, she would be able to use that password to get access to my last pass in order to get access to all of the banking accounts and stuff like that that she might need. So there's another security factor there that's also included. included. And this uh, podcast, unfortunately, not brought to you by LastPass. Well, we could call an app. <laughs> <laughs> I like the product. Funny. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, I've taken all of this to heart. And uh, ever since my little incident there, uh, every night I wave a lava lamp over uh, top of my computer up and down. And uh, I say, uh, there will be no technical difficulty in G's name. <laughs> <laughs> in the name of the Infoverse. <laughs> I also want to thank Dumbass for platforming me. Dumbass, what you're looking for is the power of Bill Gates compels you. <laughs> you know what though? I wouldn't I wouldn't use Bill Gates. Right now he's too busy figuring out how to put microchips in all of our heads with vaccines. Oh God. Anyway, let's move on. I, th- this article was really interesting to me. Don't ice a sprain. Um, a dumbass has a foot. So this yeah, is this this is this. So Harriet Hall wrote this. She's the skeptic. She's fantastic. And so you know when when it's all her name on there, uh, for me it, it it definitely lends credibility. Yes, it's uh, it's definitely uh, one of those things where uh, it's like this is something that uh, that you've heard that you should put ice on it like that, and it it feels natural because the ice kind of helps. Uh, make the screen feel a little better and everything, but apparently um, there there isn't uh, actually any science to back up that it helps the healing process in any way. Hmm. And yeah, I, I always thought it um, had helped with the swelling. Yeah, I've always heard that you you use ice first to reduce the inflammation and then heat to increase increase circulation in the area. But what if your ankle's broken right. and sprained? Well, like Brian was uh, with the other one before, it's been a few weeks actually. So I actually <laughs> sorry I about that. A lot of <laughs> Brian, Brian, uh, yeah, you said this really interested you. Do you have anything to say? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so, um, the it didn't just cover. So it covered a few myths, right? Because it started out talking about um, the icing of sprain, and but I thought it, it did. It I thought it said that you could use heat for for pain, but it but. Yeah, like I said, that they 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 found that, and actually, I think that didn't they show that the uh, that the ice could actually pr- um, prolong healing. I I, I know uh, it's overused. Yes, which yes. Uh, which makes a certain amount of sense. Yeah, it can so, cause, it yeah. cause tissue damage if it's overused. And treated with ice reported more fatigue. So here, the the, the bottom line here says, says for years have been treating sprains with ibuprofen and rice, and she right? is capitalized R I C E. So I think is. Uh, raise, uh, oh, right. raise ice. Compression and elevation. There you go. Okay. And now it turns out that I may have that the treatment may have been delaying recovery for most of my patients. I was I wasn't doing it. Uh, what I had been taught. I see. I I was doing what I've been taught to do, and I, I had every reason to think that I was doing the right thing. But when uh, those treatments were put to the test, it turns out that I was doing. Exactly, that was doing exactly wrong. Um, outfitting books quoted often books quoted Mark Twain. It uh, it ain't what you don't know that gets you into trouble. It's what you know for sure that just ain't so. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, see, for instance, I was taught to do. Uh, oh, yeah, this is the one. Okay, so this is the one that 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 I was taught to do an episiotomy routine on every pregnant woman that I delivered. Do you guys know what an episiotomy is? Yes. Okay, so I've heard of it, but I can't say. So no. you cut you cut the 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 bottom of the vaginal uh, is it the vaginal opening. Uh, you, they cut the bottom and it opens. And and they had this they had this thought that it made it easier to deliver to the baby, but it turns out it doesn't make it easier to deliver to the baby. It, and it and, and it creates a lot of complications in in recovering later. And I didn't know this when we had our first child. And the the doctor that delivered her and and what that was you know nineteen years ago, he did an episiotomy on my wife, when, and we were upset about it at the time because it seemed unnecessary. But what do you what are you going to do, right? Because here's the doctor, and he's supposed to know best. And even at that time, they knew that you weren't supposed to be doing episiotomies and that it made recovery longer and that it didn't help to, to deliver the baby. And because this old coot hadn't kept up on, on, on the latest medical stuff, he did it. And he did, I'm sure he did it on every one of them. And luckily, this man is retired now. But So we knew more when we went in with our next child to, to make sure that you know, we got better doctors and, and, and we were better educated, right? But it's the, it's those kinds of things. I mean, icing a sprain seems like the right thing to do. Um, and, I, and, I, and I'm going to argue that, that, that that's not as bad as the episiotomy. Um, that caused my wife, like, you know. They were doing episiotomies on every woman? Yes. At one point, that's what, that's what that she said, that they were taught to do that on every that woman. That makes sense from just a biological perspective. <sighs> well, I don't disagree with that. Um, but yeah, that's what the article says here that that they were taught to do that on every on every birth. <sighs> yeah, so that's one that bit us because we didn't know any better, right? And because because we because we had an old doctor who you know thought you know he just did it the way he always did it. Um, right. But yeah, we've been giving birth for generations after generations. Exactly. Uh, you know, it really would be so much better if we cut them open a little more. Well, I mean, the the logic was the logic was to do the episiotomy. So the vagina wouldn't tear. Yeah, because that does happen. Sure, but not uncommon. They don't do. I don't think they do episiotomies anymore. Maybe in rare cases. But so, so but, a cut is better than a tear. That's the. Uh, well, but the yeah, cut's the just going to tear, and it's probably going to tear easier. I'm not sure that that logic makes sense either. Yeah. Uh, so she. It says here, but see, um, I. I, I got angry after the episiotomy thing. Uh, I'd say so we're taught to routinely do the episiotomy on on every woman when I delivered a baby. Now we know that it does more harm than good. Um, often the the book is a stark. Often the book the often book off. Oh, he's she's referring to somebody's book is often a stark reminder that we don't really know as many things um, as we think we know. My teacher often justified their recommendations with, in my experience, rather than with scientific experience. But with experience um, is not, but, but experience is not reliable. We simply can't trust any knowledge that hasn't been properly tested in a well-designated randomized controlled trial. It, uh, it's disappointing uh, to come to contemplate I, I, that, I, I, that, that me, go ahead. Sorry. Go yeah. Ahead. That, Got the complaint that many of our, our standard medical treatments may be wrong. I wish I knew which ones. Um, it's it often's ah uh, ah uh, yeah off its uh, book. It's it, one of those cases where pretty good. the experts have trouble knowing what they don't know, right? Yeah. yeah. So she's she they, apparently they're referring to um, to a book um, by by Offit. 
You ready for me to piss you guys off a little more? Yeah, please. Sure. Look up husband stitch. What is husband stitch? Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah. The husband oh. stitch is an extra stitch at the end of the vaginal channel. Uh, you know, basically the opening of the vaginal channel at, after an episiotomy to repair, but to also tighten, tighten the opening it. a little bit to make it uh, a little more fun for daddy. Oh, God. Too bad to daddy. Oh. This is one of the things that uh, drives me completely batty um, about anything about the um, profession, reg- uh, medical profession regarding women, is that they don't, even if they do know what exactly cha- has changed and everything, an awful lot of the times they will continue to use that uh, procedure because they're used to it. Um for instance, you think of that uh, drug in the uh, late 50s, early 60s that was making uh, children have no arms and such. They knew there was a problem. It was banned in, in, the, in the EU. Yeah, was, they that, kept that, was that DDT? Uh, it was the one that they were giving out to pregnant women. Yeah, that's not DDT. Yeah, D- okay. DDT is a pesticide. That I don't, She couldn't be yeah. dead. We're not giving that to women regularly, yeah. are we? No. <laughs> uh, so this is for okay. Medical history. So this is so so I so here this this is from the article. This is um, she says I recently reviewed um, Paul Offit's book Overkill for the Science Based Medicine blog. So that's the book they're referring to here, and that's where she got the information about icing sprains. Brian, I, I do want to just address real quick are you are you sure you're qualified to talk about this just considering that you had difficulty determining the uh the difference in ied and iud <laughs> at you, one point you bastard <laughs> listen ieds are it, important it, it, it too is, it is interesting how much of the stuff you hear uh is like so vital to know in uh especially like sports medicine it turns out that they were just like making up out of whole cloth, like uh, uh, like the thing about uh, not eat, waiting thirty minutes after you are getting right. Cool. That's total bullshit. I would uh, tell you seriously and police you about that, and nothing to it. There, it. There's no basis. Yeah, and it's questionable why why they ever thought that in the first place. So Paul Offit's book is available at Audible. So we can do our last pass segment, and we can do our Audible segment too. <laughs> So I'll just put that right into my wish list because I don't have any credits. Tell Audible that we sent you. <laughs> we won't, won't do anything. Agree with them. But, uh, but if enough of you <laughs> tell them, maybe uh, that uh, no. will happen. Sorry. All right. What else we got? Uh, how, how are we doing here? Oh, we're at an hour. We're doing okay. <laughs> what else? So I just put in what is thalidomide just because we brought it up in there. So all that's right. just for people's information. Let's go through this real quick, and uh, and then Mac, you can choose one of your articles to end on. Does that does that work? That works. Okay. So eight COVID vaccine myths. So of course I'm hearing a lot of this stuff. You know, um, my my mom actually find oddly enough she called me and asked me about it because she's like her fr- her friend was telling her that that the vaccine was going to permanently change her DNA, <laughs> and I'm like, well. I, I did think about that. I I think about that because I hadn't I hadn't really looked into it. It's like okay, well, I know that viruses can 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 change your DNA, right? We have you know um um our our our, our DNA contains eight percent of it is is old virus DNA from retroviruses, right? But 
This isn't a retrovirus. COVID-19 could uh, theoretically be in as well. It could, exactly, right? So so can a vaccine change your DNA? I had to think about it and say, well, it might be possible. I just haven't looked into it. But even if it could, is that really is is that really an issue? And of course, you know, as I looked into it, I mean, I got to think it. You know, this is this is a big deal right now because there's there every everybody you know who doesn't want this vaccine has has some sort of reason that that, that they don't want it. And it's not that the and it's there's some super villain. Well, it's there's some legitimate legitimate reasons to be you know to say, hey, wait a second, is this safe? Right? True. Because because so one of because and the first myth is we can't trust the COVID vaccine nineteen. Uh, vaccine because they are rushed. How the tentacle could grow out of people's back. <laughs> this isn't. We're, we're, this isn't hentai. You, we're talking about COVID nineteen here. <laughs> um. So it says, but this is saying that I prefer to live in my hentai world. Thank you very much. <laughs> that, that, that's that's fair. Um. The 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 vaccine. Um. While it's new, has not been rushed to market. Right. So one of the you know, they keep complaining that it's not being, you know, that that has been rushed to market. But we had a couple of a couple of things that that, you know, that um, that happened. Um, one, because this this is a new type of way to build a vaccine that they've been working on for a long time. It happens to be faster than other than other methods of building a vaccine. So once they had once they had the, the sequence of, of it, they were able to quickly make within two days, make this vaccine. Ryan. Yes. Brian, yes. Trump has already made it quite clear the only reason it was produced this fast is because he said it was going to be produced this fast. It has nothing to do with science. It has everything to do with Trump, Trump proclaiming to the world that the, he will create a virus out of nothing before your eyes. And that's how it happened. I yes. Think. Yes. Nobody said it could be done. I've heard, I've heard the stories. Is that uh, it relies on just like messenger RNA, which uh, uh, all it, it, it like dissipates like quickly yeah. all it does is like tell your cells to produce them. So either way, it hasn't been rushed, right? They, they were able to quickly make the vaccine and start testing quickly, right? They, and, you know, and so, and, but my understanding and is that none of the testing has been, has been, has been rushed, they, they, that they've taken the time to do all the, te- the, the testing properly. And that's what the article indicates as well. But yeah, so they've been working on this technology, it says for three decades. So, it, so it wasn't a new technology, they were able to quickly utilize it, you know, in this pandemic. Um, unlike, you know, the, we we have traditional viruses coming too. Johnson and Johnson has a, has a has a vaccine coming out that'll be, you know, a traditional virus, but but they're slower, you know, they're, they're slower to develop and, and get the market. They might ultimately be better um, because of transportation, transporting the virus and or the the vaccine and some stuff like that. But but this but this is a but this was a quicker way to do it. Um, the vaccine will give me COVID nineteen. No, vaccines do not give you the virus. They they provoke the they, they provoke a reaction in the body that create that that in this case um it see it 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 attacks the spike protein. So the mRNA uh, um it, it does it it communicates with the cells and gets it to produce a protein and that and that protein is the piece that that uh, creates the um the protection. From the virus, so no. Right, so yeah, the cell, the cells make the proteins, and, right. and then the uh, your immune system sees the protein. Oh, we got to get rid of this shit. Right, and that's how, and, and then uh, it, yeah, so that's the shipping that the virus makes. and it builds the, the antibodies. Not, not even at no point is any part of the virus put in there. Right. Yeah, and and you know, in some flu vaccines do use you know dead flu virus, but in this case, no, that's not what's happening. Right, we're using we're using the the messenger RNA. 
you know, to, 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 you know, to get the cells to produce a, to produce a protein that the immune system can then produce the antibodies. Um, we don't know what, what is in the vaccine. Yes, we know what's in the vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. And so, it's thimerosal, and it's full of thimerosal, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember the whole thing, but over um, way back when, um, when we were podcasting last year, I was going to do a thing on vaccines. And one of the things I had found was a video of a woman breaking down the vaccine. And I, God, I can't remember what it was called, but she found that it was um, the vaccine was um, made using such and such. Well, if you look up, and she looked it up, what such and such was, and such and such was a cluster of um, embryonic cells cloned from a fetus from like 40 years ago. Yep, yeah. But if you actually look at what that means, no, they do not actually use the fetus cells in the vaccine. They use the fetus cells to test the vaccine on, and, you know, the... it's this whole weird thing where people just don't understand what they're saying when they it says this vaccine was made using this. It doesn't mean right. the, the fetal cells are in the vaccine. It means that's what they tested on. And actually, if you think about it, um, an aborted a, a aborted fetus whose cells are being used forty years later to create vaccines that's actually a good thing. That's not a bad thing. That's not something to be oh my god that's horrible. No, that, that that's actually a very positive very. Yeah. Science thing. <laughs> we, we we know it's in there, right? I mean that that that's not true that we don't know. They, they know exactly yeah. what's in there. Myth number five. If we didn't know what was in there, we could not recreate it. Well, that's another problem, right? Yeah. All right. And we know there's no eggs or traces of peanuts or other nuts. And no <laughs> penises either. But the, but the, but there is a shit ton of sperm. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's in the coffee. Oh, that's oh. Right, the defroth it to make it all feel like we're I having mean, a good time. I, I, I assume they're just putting it in everything now, right? No, <laughs> penis, no penis is just a giant sculpture. All right, myth number five. <laughs> I already had COVID nineteen, so I won't benefit from the vaccine. That's not true. We don't know what the protective effect is if um, from getting COVID. We don't know how long it's going to last. So. Um, so there, there so is benefit to go ahead and get the, the vaccine. Well, also the Pfizer vaccine is supposed to protect against multiple strains of the COVID nineteen, including and so the so the Madeira, and that that that's important because you know here in um, in Harris County we have that the new faster spreading strain. Um, they are concerned there's a strain in Africa, which they think that it'd only be 70% effective against, which is still, I mean, pretty good, but it's not a, but it's not as effective against that strain as it is against others. Um, so, and that's one of the advantages of, of the, of having the mRNA vaccine is that they can quickly sequence it and create a new vaccine. And as long as everything is the same, except for that sequence, then, you know, the, the, they don't have to redo all the trials every time they have a mutation. And, and my, my understanding is that uh, the uh, protein that the mRNA vaccine uh, produces is a protein that uh, is responsible for a large part of the COVID vaccine uh, 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 virility. Uh, it it make, makes it, uh, so take, taking away uh, the power of that protein actually uh, weakens the virus because if, if it goes away from that, from that protein, it uh, goes away from one of its best weapons. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, so even if you've had COVID nineteen, that you should go ahead and get the vaccine as well. Um, myth number six: since COVID nineteen survival rate is so high, you don't need a vaccine. <laughs> so so far, 
I mean, it, it's still, it's pretty, it's higher than the flu. It, it's still pretty deadly. I mean, that's the reason we're all held up in our house. So I people don't know what exactly it does. Yeah. You people don't yeah, know I mean, that. Like, they don't understand yeah, that I, it has further effect on your yeah. lungs, yep. plus your sensories, like your taste and smell and hearing. Well, I also just saw an article that I admit I didn't read saying this mother was pleading for people to um, take COVID seriously because her teenage daughter got COVID and died within three days. Yeah, certainly it can happen, right? Yeah, I mean, you never can tell. I mean, I feel fairly confident that I would probably survive if I got COVID, but I'm not 100% sure. And uh, you you never know uh, when it's going to get you. I've got yeah. a couple. I've got psoriasis, which is already my immune system turning in on me. Yeah, uh, I could get that. Um, uh, what do they call that? The cytokine storm. That I'm only ninety eight percent sure that I would survive because the death rate's about two percent. So is that oh, how I it works? But here, this 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 is for the guys out there. It can cause erectile dysfunction. <gasps> yes, and I'm not kidding. The, 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 it's suspected that 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 the co that COVID nineteen is it can be linked to erectile dysfunction. That's what I'm going to blame it on. It's not stress or aging or anything. Damn it, I got COVID. There you go. <laughs> but no, but that that's scary though. The fact that it could do that. that. Uh, I didn't think that lizards could get it. <laughs> Wait, did, did you say a reptile dysfunction? <laughs> no. Dysfunction, <laughs> my Okay. What? No, I did. Okay. I said it was going to dysfunction my rep uh, my geckos because of reptile dysfunction. Yep. Okay, if I have to tell them, I have to explain it. <laughs> right, you're going to edit all this out, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. We didn't bring that up, but yeah, no. It, it, uh, it can be uh, cause erectile dysfunction. Yes, COVID-19 can cause erectile dysfunction in men. That's from... Um, well, it it messes with your blood in a lot of different ways. Yeah, exactly. So, yes. Yeah, so, so, yeah, so... If that's not enough reason to get to get the vaccine for men, I don't know what is. <laughs> okay, myth number seven. Once you get the vaccine, I won't need to wear a mask or worry about social distancing. And they say, no, you should you should continue to wear masks and social distance until we until we hit that seventy percent mark, right? Uh, of people either being infected or having the vaccine, and that and that will continue to, to help and, uh, help the everybody. Won't even be effective for like a couple weeks after right. you. Uh, it says ten days. It takes ten days for for after you get the vaccine, and of course it requires two shots. So it, it's gonna you know before you get to that ninety percent mark, it it is it's going to take some time. You need to you know continue to wear those masks. So because it isn't instant. And then it says now that I have the vaccine, the the pandemic is over. It's like well not quite because it's going to take us some time to to reach that seventy percent mark, and it's going to take some time to to get out there. This doesn't cover changing your DNA, but. But I think that uh, Dumbass covered this, but it, it does, it does, uh, it does, you know, it, it gets into the cell, but it dissipates very quickly. mRNA, the reason that one of the reasons that it be transported so cold is that it de- degrades very quickly. So it gets in there, it does its job, the mRNA, um, you know, dissipates, and so the cells go back to normal, and whatever protein is there gets cleared by the immune system, and that's how you get your beneficial ben- benefit from this. So it, it, yeah, so listen. There are, have been some complications, but but there's been less complications in um, in the broader public than even there was in the trials, right? Uh, allergic reactions and stuff like that, and even then it was extremely low. So uh, I don't know. I I I'm, I will I will take that vaccine as soon as they offer it to me. Yeah, same here. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, the chances with the vaccine are way, way better than... Right, exactly. Yeah, they're talking about, well, what about the risk of the vaccine? The risks of getting COVID are much higher than the vaccine. Well, what, what, how, oh, yeah. what about 10 years from now? What if that vaccine does something uh, well, to well, you? Is the, is the vaccine, will it possibly cause an allergic reaction that I had? No, no, no. Possibly. Uh, I think yep. it's uh, much less of a possibility than, you know, getting really sick and uh, not even dying, but having bad health complications from COVID. Now, yeah. I understand that the the distribution for the for the vaccine is going to happen. Um, it's going to be taking place by training Amazon drivers to <laughs> deliver it. God, <laughs> so that way we can all be vaccinated by Saturday or or Wednesday for Prime members. Right, <laughs> Prime members get a vaccine first, huh? Yeah. Don't order from a, another country because you'll get it much much later. If it's out of country, no. But seriously, uh, one of the we are having issues in getting the vaccine rolled out. Yeah, and our our network for rolling out this vaccine is not as good as the one that rolled out smallpox. Is my understanding right? Wasn't smallpox mm-hmm. vaccine rolled out much quicker than even this yeah. is going? Well, I mean, you know, I I think that when the smallpox smallpox vaccine was rolled out, I don't think that we actually had. Um, I don't think we had any of the Howard brothers running things. So smallpox took the polio the fastest. Polio was the fastest. Polio. Okay. Anyway, I we're we're not. But, you know. You know. I mean, we've got we've got. Uh, I believe we've got Mo Curly and Shemp uh, up in the cabinet. The Howard brothers working on this. But here's the thing: is that the, this is the test case because. But because what they're saying is that this pandemic is not the one that we've been that they're that they're most concerned about that 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 I mean they're saying I and mean, the World Health Organization is worried about a, about another pandemic of course you know they they can't know exactly what it might be but they're worried about something that's likely to be much worse than even COVID probably blue triangle <laughs> oh no we'll start an vagina on the uh, hill there yeah exactly we'll all be sheltering there that's why people are upset about it. All right, Mac. You get one article to end us on. What 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 do you what are you choosing here? Uh, I was going to go with the uh, Pompeian eatery. Okay, I think that's the most interesting from a scientific point. So, all right. Um, they found they found they found uh, multiple hot food eateries in Pompeii as they you know as the archaeologists went through it, but this is the first one that was that has been completely unearthed, and it's got like um artwork of the different foods that are that were being offered at the time meanwhile more than and they even found remains of remains of the the food in some of the vessels in the counter so they so had taco bell <laughs> <laughs> well, oh they also uh they also had a fresco there that had depicted a dog on a leash probably reminding reminding owners to leash their pets mm. yep but you know what? Just... What's incredible to me is that they, they, you know, I think that they've done so a lot of Roman statues and stuff like that that they've taken all the paint off of them. And when you look at this stuff, you have this idea that that Rome was this kind of mono mono colored thing, and then yeah, they unearthed something white white marble yeah. everywhere. Uh, you know, red blood on the sand of the Colosseum. Right, and that's it's not true at all. It was a very colorful place, obviously, but yeah. but hit, yeah, but um, and I think that they yeah, they a, a lot of things we judge by the way they look now, like like the pyramids too. We see them now, like 
oh, there are these majestic, uh, tall, brown things. But no, they they were like, uh, they were all gleaming white with gold tips. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, there's the, uh, there's the obscene pirate hieroglyphics on the pyramid, too. Mm-hmm. Like well, I know that. Actually, you know, there is. The there was. Back to, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. You made oh. my, you make my tooth in common? <laughs> well, you know, we were talking about the fast food thing, how you know you had the food painted there so people could um, oh, that's what I want kind of thing. I know they did the same thing with brothels in that era. Is you could go into a brothel and they'd have paint, um, painted on the walls the stuff that their um, uh, employees would offer you. And you could just, I want that. So you could like look at that and go, um, yeah, I'm going to get a number two with a side of number four. <laughs> <laughs> and they would have coins. <laughs> one from M4A and one from M4B. David says they would have coins depicting this. <laughs> I want this. <laughs> but uh, So yeah, yeah they were they... a very colorful society. Yeah. They also found, uh, it also mentions in the article that they found the uh, remains of small dogs, meaning that Romans had actually selectively bred dogs down to, you know, pocket or purse size already. So they had the, the first yappy poodle in a purse? <laughs> yep. Well, actually, many of the yappy dogs that uh, people don't like were animals in which they had to yap uh, in order to get the bigger dogs along. So they see a stranger, they yap, the bigger dogs come down and beat the crap out of it and eat it. Yeah, I, I liked this article because it shows that that a lot of what, uh, what I envision, you know, Rome and, and these places look like is absolutely 100% wrong. That 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 we that we kind of, I don't know, whitewashed it in a way that it, that, you know, we really what, what it what, what it should look like, you know, that has kind of been ruined. Yeah, you know, uh, we think I uh, we think that about more recent history too, because uh, also the thing about like um, uh, old aristocratic buildings in England, even uh, you see you see them today, and uh, their colors are so muted and everything, and, and you think that uh, oh, well, that's just the way the uh, aristoc- aristocracy in uh, Britain is—they're they're all like proper and uh, uh, not lively at all. But no, back in the day, those things were colored brightly. <coughs> But the thing is, yeah. too, I think there is the possibility that people, when it comes to anything in the past, we kind of phase over it, which takes away the color uh, in the uh, the mind, realizing that there was color to these items in the past. Well, and also, yeah. and a, a lot of the time, like the color is just like it's been removed with age, and nobody's repainted and stuff. So you think mm-hmm. it's removed? But no, uh, it's, it's like only depressing. muted because of age. It, yeah, it's it's interesting though. I mean, history you know history is told by the victors, right? So there's a there's a lot that gets missed. Yeah, yeah. but when you go uh, doing things like checking out the actual um, landscape when you're clearing it out for archaeology and everything, you get to actually see what was instead of what we think there was. Right, but what was the point in taking the paint off the Roman statues? I have no clue. I mean, the point of the, I could see the point of taking the gold off Roman statues. Well, they were done with gold leaf. Right, but they they removed the paint. Yeah, the the paint wasn't wasn't removed. It just literally peeled off. I think uh, it was removed from some of them. 
I thought, see yeah, if, it's see possible. If I can... See that came off. Use it to sell it. Try to remove it in a slate. Uh, but yeah, it is true that we get we get that picture of uh, Roman art as the all white statue. And, yeah, uh, they weren't white. No, a lot of them were painted. Well, it might have been uh, to clean it up. I mean, well, that's what I. That's that okay, but but I. And yeah, and and in that, I I bet is the actual reasoning I, they, that they were cleaning it up, but. The fact of the matter is that they they ruin the they ruin the history of it when they do that. Yeah. When they clean it up like that. Oh, um, you look of, at uh, historically, archaeologists were not the best at um, caring about that kind of. Stuff. You know, and even the ones who cared and uh, sorry, go go ahead. Well, I'm just thinking about like the unwrapping parties that um, the wealthy used to have, where they actually buy a, a real mummy and do this whole big thing of unwrapping it and basically destroy it little by little. As, oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, with the we uh, bad history. Yeah. With the uh they used to have mummy cats as well and people went and used them for firewood. Yeah, it says here that the paint is faded and I mean there there was there I guess there were some reasons, but I'm, I almost would rather have them repaint some of them, you know, show us what they would have looked yeah. like. And hopefully they have people who are good <laughs> at the uh at the recreation. There's some recreations which are just oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We went through that, didn't we? Uh, yeah. That was a past, past podcast, I believe. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that's what we should. That's what we should call it there, because we're rambling. We should say goodnight, everybody. Well, we weren't. Wait, wait, wait. We, uh, don't ramble. Don't ramble. Uh, uh, shouldn't we hawk someone's book? Oh, we didn't oh, hawk yeah, it. Yeah. We didn't do well, any hawk. We jumped right into it all, so I will gladly hawk myself. You know, I love pimping myself out. So. Oh, uh, don't we know it? <laughs> Since the last podcast, I did yet another George Raymond vacation story. This time it is How to Survive the End of the World. That makes five vacation stories so far. So George Raymond, throughout their time, have had some interesting vacations. And cool. what's your OnlyFans account? Say that again? And what's your OnlyFans account? <laughs> Haven't started that one up yet. <laughs> is there demand for it? I don't know, you should ask around. <laughs> Uh, listeners, write in if you want to see Ian have an OnlyFans account. <laughs> All right. Say goodnight, everybody. Good night, everybody. It's another one on the camera. If you've made it this far, that's an hour of your time you're never getting back. But the amateur skeptics appreciate you giving that hour to us. If you'd like to tell us how you felt about spending that hour with us, let us know at WTF at AmateurSkeptics.com. The Amateur Skeptics Podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons share alike no derivatives 3.5 license. Intro music by Peter Cannell. Find more of Peter's music at soundcloud.com forward slash PKANOL. Exit music by OFM. Find more of their music at myspace.com forward slash OFMHQ. Artwork for the Amateur Skeptics by Sean Smith Ford. Copyright Shadow Knight Digital Portraiture.